0: Hey, it's Kylie, and welcome to 49 Days to Stretch My Soul. This week, I'm talking to New York City ballet soloist Claire Kretschmar, who embodies tiferet, the divine attribute of balance and harmony. Ballet is the epitome of a disciplined art form. But at the same time, there is a lot of room for artistic expression and freedom. The greatest dancers are not the ones who execute steps perfectly. They're the ones who balance the pursuit of technical perfection with the freedom that artistry requires. Ballet, to me, is the epitome of Tiferet. It's built on the self-expansiveness of Chesed and the discipline and restraint of Gevura to create this perfect art form that allows the dancer to show up to every performance in a uniquely individual way. Claire is a really special dancer who I am always excited to watch. And I can't wait to see what she has to say about Tiferet.
1: Claire. Hi,
0: Kylie. I think you are the first not-Jewish person who I've spoken to for this podcast. So I'm really excited about this because this podcast is distinctly Jewish for a very small part of the Jewish calendar, but big in length. It's this 49-day period where we count between Passover and the holiday of Shavuot. And every week, there's a different attribute of god and so i'm focusing on a different trait every week and this week it's the trait of tiferet which is beauty and harmony and it's the harmony that comes from when love and inner expansiveness meets discipline and the harmony that comes from that and i, I couldn't think of anything better than ballet to meet that and like embody it cuz you train your whole life as a ballet dancer and so i'm so excited to talk to you about this
1: and i think my first question is why ballet? Well, honestly, it was something that my parents put me into when I was young. But as I got older, it was something that I consciously chose. I spent more time in my high school years focusing on ballet over other arts and sports. And it has the athleticism of sports, but then it has the beauty of art. Those two things were really suitable to, to my whole being, like my body and my my soul. So it was for those two reasons, the rigor, the discipline, the working hard towards something, plus the beauty of the thing you were working towards.
0: And I think what is unique about ballet and why I think it it really embodies the, harmony or the balance and that attribute of God and that attribute also in ourselves is because discipline is such a core part of it, right? Like you start your day working on the basics that never changes. Yes. At the same time, you have to match that with a a love for it because you're doing the same thing over and over again. But the best dancers, I think also meet the moment you train and you learn all of these things and you know, it's in your body when you're performing Do you feel like you have to forget what you've learned a little bit and just kind of
1: show up? You have to let go of all of the details that you've been working on because if you are consumed by the details in a performance, then you can also like lose the the grandeur of the whole thing. With that said, like in a particular ballet, there are moments when you're on stage where I know for me personally, I do have to be really attentive to like a certain muscle or a certain thought, oh, I need to push really into my my left toe, Mm. my big toe on my left foot at this moment so that I can balance longer. So there, there are moments where you have to remember little details, but to summarize, you do have to let go. But I will say that comes from spending so much time and care with the details prior to the show. When you get to the performance, hopefully you feel confident in letting go because you know that you've ironed out all of these details prior to getting to the stage, or most of the details anyway.
0: So you've practiced a lot, and then you trust that whatever comes out in a particular moment, you can meet that need. You can do that. Do you feel like every performance that you give is different? Does it feel different to you, even if you're performing the same? thing maybe multiple
1: times a week? A hundred percent. Every show feels different for for so many reasons. Sometimes my body feels really limber and healthy and strong. And then other days I feel a little tired and maybe my calf is hurting or I didn't sleep super well the night before. So the, the way my body Is prepared for the show affects how the show feels. The state of my soul Mm. impacts how a show goes and how it feels as well. If I have experienced like God's love in a very joyful way on a given day, in, in maybe meeting some friends and having a really nice fruitful coffee date or sometimes if my parents come to town I'm like oh this is awesome I love dancing so much and the show feels good because my heart is in a place where I have a lot of joy and confidence um, and trust but then on other days when I'm kind of fighting a little bit It can go one of two ways. It can be like a release. The show feels like a release, like whatever I have pent up is able to be expressed in the dance. Or it can feel like I'm just going through the motions and barely getting by because I already feel like I'm in a bit of a well. Every show is so different. Every rehearsal is different. And then one other thought it relates to all of this stuff too that I think is relevant is that one of our prominent dancers from years ago, her name is Suzanne Farrell. She said, you rehearse options. In rehearsal, you just rehearse options for the show. You don't, you wanna do the steps of course, but you rehearse options so that when you get out to the stage, you're like, oh, I have done this quite a number of different ways and we'll see like which option naturally comes out. So that's been really helpful for me to think about in the recent years, especially as I revisit some roles as a more senior dancer and just an older person.
0: I love that so much. I get very focused, very pinpoint oriented when it comes to thinking about how to show up for certain things and what I'm doing versus what I'm not doing and what I should be doing. You're giving me such a gift. You're giving me this broader context to think about things. It's not just, you can do all of the work that you that you need to do and that you know that you need to do. But at the end of the day, there are things outside of your control that are still going to come into play and affect how you show up for that work or what that work feels like when you're doing it. And then also nothing's set in stone. And I, I can be a very black and white thinker. I can be a catastrophic thinker. Like I can be the person who will rush to one side versus another. And I love that Suzanne Farrell quote, that idea that There are so many options for how you show up and how things are and the practicing that you do. And I think that's applicable to all of life. I'm also curious to hear more about the role that God
1: plays in your dancing and in your life. Yeah, I've always had a strong faith in God. It's definitely deepened over the past almost 12 years that I've been a professional ballet dancer. Something that clicked with me in recent years years though has been this idea of every time I show up to the studio to do anything that requires that discipline in order to serve the art form of ballet, whether that be like little toe exercises or Pilates or an actual ballet class or a rehearsal, I I say a prayer before and I usually ask God to either to care for someone in my life in a very specific way, and I s- offer that work, that discipline, and that prayer for that person, and or I ask God for some kind of clarity or peace or need that I need to. When I'm in the studio, I do the sign of the cross, then I, I just am quiet for a little bit, and I think, God, who, who do you want me to bless right now with this work, even though I'm distant from this person physically? Who, who can I benefit? What cause can I help or orient my work towards? Because it is like in doing that, it not only elevates the work, but it also gives me a clearer reason to do the same thing every day. Wow,
0: I feel so inspired right now. (laughs) It's actually a theme that somebody two weeks ago that Cheryl Paul, what she talked about was serving. How am I serving? How am I showing up to serve with whatever you're doing? And it's that way of taking what you're doing. And I think this applies whether somebody's a person of faith, believes in God or not. How am I doing what I'm doing for somebody else? How is what I'm doing serving the world or serving people I care about, serving my community? And it just gives it that bigger picture, that context. And what you have given me is the sense that this blending, this harmony and balance that comes from discipline and love and the beauty that comes from that it has to be outward focused. And I I heard that, I learned that at the beginning of the week, but now I'm really seeing it in practice because you can't you can't you can't blend things and still be focused on yourself. It just doesn't apply in the same way. It has to meet the needs of the moment to really be given full expression. Yes. Does ballet feel
1: like discipline to you or does it feel like something more? It feels like discipline and something more. I think the something more comes from viewing it as as an art. The discipline I do in service of the art form and to... Welcome audience members into the beauty of the ballet, and in that way, it's not only something harmonious that I can feel, especially on a good day. It's sometimes hard on a rough day, but like it's not only something harmonious that I can feel and be a part of, but then it's something that's like a harmony that the audience members, whoever witnesses it, can tap into as well. And in that way, it's it's so full this, the discipline of ballet and the art, because it isn't just about me, even though I have to spend a lot of quality time ironing out the little details in my body and in the work. But yes, it's something that so many people can be a part of and be inspired by and uplifted by and feel nurtured and healed even. So yes, <laughs> it's a little both discipline and something more. <laughs> Yeah. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Claire. This has been
0: a real gift and something that I am going to be thinking about for a long time, definitely for the rest of the week. But you've really illuminated harmony for me. You've illuminated tea ferret for me, this quality of tea ferret. And I'm really grateful.
1: Awesome. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. I can't think of a better way to begin wrapping up a week on balance. For Claire, harmony is when her discipline acts in service of something larger than the task at hand, which is something that I want to take into my life. Harmony is what happens when your actions serve something bigger than yourself, which doesn't necessarily have to mean God. It can mean a lot of different things. I'll reflect more on this and the rest of my week tomorrow. And until then, I'm Kylie Lionel and this is 49 Days to Stretch My Soul. 49 Days to Stretch My Soul is a production of Tablet Studios, the show is hosted by me, Kylie Unell, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruske, Josh Cross, Quinn Waller, Robert Scaramuccia, and Sarah Fredman-Ader. Our team includes Stephanie Butnick, Leah Leibovitz, Mark Oppenheimer, and Tanya Singer. Please go rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps other people discover the show. For more of me, you can follow at Kylie UNnell on Instagram. For more information about this or any other of Tablet's podcasts, visit tabletmag.com slash podcast.